Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Hello and welcome into Blockbuster Arena for this special edition of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. And I am DJ Pitt. DJ, so glad you could make it today to this exciting event that we have been graciously chosen to host and commentate. Well, once I heard about this exciting food mascot battle, I dropped all of my other obligations and headed straight to the arena. Did you quit your job? I sure did. That was your first steady job. You know, you had you had benefits and, and dental. Really banking on this to go viral, Quinn. I, I put all my eggs into this basket. Okay, well, let's go ahead and tell the people what we are doing today. That's the most important part. If you aren't familiar with a Royal Rumble-style event, which we are calling Mascot Mayhem, we will have 30 competitors entering into this wrestling ring in front of DJ and myself. It will start with two brave souls, and every minute, another fighter will be added. If you are thrown out of the ring or knocked unconscious, you lose and are eliminated from the mascot battle. Yes, the last one standing will win the AYN2K Food Mascot Mayhem title. That is exactly right, DJ. So, we'll go ahead and get our sponsors for the day out of the way. Once the battle begins, we won't have much time to read any ads. Thanks to our first sponsor, Fake Adobe Computer Software. You need to open a PDF? Sign a document? Don't want to pay for that then use fake Adobe computer software. And remember, if you get a virus, you downloaded the wrong one and we're not liable. Also, a big thanks to Ralph's Pizzeria and Oil Change. Grab a slice of pizza while you get that black goo drained out of your car, then replaced with more black goo. Will Ralph's Pizzeria overcharge you for your oil change and tell you that you need to replace your air filter even if you don't need to? That's the Ralph guarantee. The crowd here in Blockbuster Arena is getting rowdy awaiting for our first two competitors to be announced. Remember folks, we do not know the order nor the specific food mascots that will be participating in today's Mascot Mayhem match. We will be finding out along with you all as they are announced. Like we mentioned earlier, a new competitor will enter the ring every minute. So will the first contestant just stand in the ring by themselves for the first minute? That's uh, that's a good question. I'm, I'm not sure, but I guess we'll find out. Well, now's the time to find out because the clock is counting down, and let's see who our first warrior in this historic event will be. Who will be crowned the strongest, longest-lasting food mascot? Why did you make that sexual? Didn't mean to, and uh-oh, speaking of sexual, our first contestant hey. making his way down to the ring is the one and only Mr. Peanut. Those who are sitting close to the ring today with a peanut allergy will need to take a couple of steps back. I did not realize how tall Mr. Peanut was. He's got legs for days. And a badonk. Remember when he died in that Super Bowl commercial? Yes, I do. That was very tasteless. But it looks like he's back to normal and ready to fight. He's currently doing some air punches right now to get loose. And it looks like our question is answered. The clock is currently counting down again from a minute. So we will have to wait a little bit for our next mascot. Doesn't seem super efficient, but uh, I do already see some people using inhalers and EpiPens, so we have some peanut allergy people in the crowd for sure today. That, or it might just be the magnificent venue and atmosphere that's already taking people's breath away. I would like to think that's what it is, but I would say it's probably the peanut allergy thing, DJ. Just a couple more seconds before the big reveal of our next warrior to enter the ring. Quinn, any guesses on who it might be? I don't like to speculate, but I heard that our next reveal is an all-time classic mascot. Could it be the mildly offensive Rastafarian Applejacks mascot? Let's find out. The crowd goes crazy. Now entering the ring at 6 foot 5, 280 pounds, Tony the Tiger. An immediate size advantage. Tony the Tiger outweighs Mr. Peanut by 200 pounds. You have to think if Tony can just get Mr. Peanut on the ropes, it'll be over quick. Tony the Tiger slides into the ring, and the AYN2K Food Mascot Mayhem match is underway. Very sportsmanlike there by the first two competitors. They bumped knuckles and are now circling one another inside the ring. Scratch that, Quinn. I just saw Tony the Tiger spit in Mr. Peanut's monocle. Mr. P responded the only way he can by provocatively grabbing his nuts. Already fighting dirty here as the countdown clock inches closer and closer to bringing in another fighter. Tony and Mr. Peanut have now grabbed one another's arms. Ooh. Tony looks like he could bench 350, maybe 400 pounds. 
Mr. Peanut looks like he could be blown away by a gentle ocean breeze. Oh, Mr. Oh. Peanut with a kick to Tony's cock-a-doodle-doo. I think I just saw Grimace. The purple McDonald's mascot? No, 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 no. The facial expression from Tony after that cheap shot. Oh, gotcha. That makes sense. As Tony and Mr. Peanut grapple with one another, the countdown clock is ready to introduce another mascot. Chef Boy RD comes flying down the ramp towards the ring. What does he carry? He has a large bowl of ravioli and a spoon. As he enters the ring, he is slinging pasta at his competitors. When either he's got a can of SpaghettiOs in his pocket or he's really excited for this fight. Tony, wiping away the pasta from his face and throws Mr. Peanut to the opposite corner of the ring. Mr. Peanut looks like a broken doll after that hit. Tony looks to be refocusing on Chef Boy RD. The chef comes in with a lot of confidence, but it looks like he's running low on pasta to sling. Mr. Peanut struggling to get up as... Oh, Tony slaps the pasta bowl out of Boyardee's hands and out of the ring. A backhand slap from the chef, or to the chef. Somehow the chef still has his legs underneath him. He is wobbling like a bridesmaid at a bachelorette party, though, Quinn. That slap had some force behind it. Tony the Tiger, clearly the alpha here. Do you think it might be wise for Mr. Peanut and Chef Boyardee to form some sort of alliance? They would be better off, and who knows who will enter next. So they better act fast. Tony started to lunge towards the day's chef, but Mr. Peanut just made a brave move and jumped onto the back of Tony, and he's covering Tony's eyes. A very brave act indeed, but it does not seem to be too effective. And the crowd is cheering as our next mascot is about to enter the arena. Your way, Blockbuster Arena. It is the Burger King as I live and breathe. As the Burger King hypes up the crowd and he makes his way down, Tony's still struggling to shake off Mr. Peanut. Chef Boy RD is reaching into his oh, pants. No. Please, Lord, keep this PG, Chef Boy RD. It was a can of SpaghettiOs in his pants. The chef holds up the can and the crowd goes wild. The Burger King slides into the ring. Chef Boyardee is rushing the partially blinded Tony the Tiger. Mr. Peanut is still holding on for dear life. Tony throws Mr. Peanut down to the ground and he's grabbing at his eyes. Chef Boyardee <laughs> uses the SpaghettiOs oh. as a weapon, a gut punch right into wow. Tony the Tiger. Tony is stumbling back and the Burger King is getting on all no. fours behind him. No. Could it be? Tony falls backwards over the kneeling Burger King and the Burger King uses the momentum to lift up and throw Tony oh. the Tiger out of the ring. Oh my, our first elimination. The crowd is loving it. Our first mascot out of the mascot mayhem. Tony the Tiger can barely believe it. As he looks back into the ring, he just flipped off Mr. Peanut and Chef Boyardee. Can you smell what the chef is cooking? Not the first time SpaghettiOs have done damage to someone's gut. And it certainly won't be the last. The Burger King is still in the kneeling position. Oh, he's, he's holding his knee, DJ. Might be an ACL tear, Quinn. I think I heard the pop from here. The countdown clock is now allowing for our next contestant to enter the ring. And here comes Lefty, the hamburger helper mascot. I actually did not know his name was Lefty. I didn't either, but uh, that's what the mascot mayhem is all about, making a name for yourself. Now, we might be calling him champion later on this match. Lefty, which may we remind you is just a floating glove, is doing exactly that, floating down to the ring. The Burger King, still down in the corner of the ring, holding his knee. Mr. Peanut and Chef Boyardee catching their breath after that team-up to take out Tony the Tiger. Lefty has wasted no time getting into the ring and is making his way to Mr. Peanut, who is top hat, is still somehow on his head. Could be the most surprising part of the mayhem so far as Lefty has started slapping Mr. Peanut silly. Look at that speed. Mm. There's a left and a left and a left. Left again. Wow. Might need to change that quote from float like a butterfly to float like the hamburger helper mascot. Then of course sting like a bee. Mm -hmm. He is really taking it to Mr. Peanut. We are hearing from the crowd close to the ring that Mr. Peanut's shell is starting to crack. Looks like Lefty busted a nut. Phrasing, Quinn. Good God. You would have to think that that's oh, not good for Mr. P. Yeah, astute observation, DJ, but Mr. P's going to need some help for sure. It seems like the Chef Boyardee Mr. Peanut connection is still ongoing. The chef just took off his white chef's hat and is now using it to try and beat off the hamburger helper mascot. Oh, phrasing, DJ. You mean hit him away from Mr. Peanut, the, right? Precisely, precisely. Yeah, sorry for any kids listening. Uh, back to back, bad phrasings there. 
a lot of action in that corner between those three. And then juxtaposed in the other corner is still the Burger King writhing in pain and clutching at his knee. Can he get help from a doctor? Not until he gets out of the ring. Did you hear that cute giggle? The Pillsbury Doughboy, a.k.a. Poppin' Fresh, is entering the Mayhem match. I can't help but think that if you just gave the Burger King a slight push, he could just fall right out of the ring. He might actually even want someone to do that at this point. Poppin' Fresh belly slides down the ramp and does a front flip into the wow. ring. Wow. He has the body composition of a middle-aged dad, but damn, he's still got some spring in his step. A lot going on in the ring right now. DJ and I are going to try our best to keep you updated. Can't help but think that this would be a better visual experience. Lefty has turned his attention to Chef Boy RD now, as Mr. Peanut rests in the corner of the ring with his arms keeping him propped up. The chef, who is surprisingly bald underneath his chef hat, is oddly enough taking right hooks from Lefty. Poppin' Fresh sees an opportunity to take out Mr. Peanut, and Poppin' Fresh has just put Mr. Peanut in a headlock. Chef Boy RD, who should try to put his hat back on to cover up that bald, is blocking punches the best he can. The Burger King still lays motionless in the corner of the ring. He really contributed early, but he's done nothing since. Mr. Peanut slides out of the headlock and sweeps the yes. leg of Poppin' Fresh. The Doughboy hits the ground hard and barely manages to keep from sliding out of the ring. Mr. Peanut leaving it all out there as our first contestant in the mascot mayhem. Look at that. Chef Boyardee has somehow managed to take Lefty, which is a floating glove, and put him on. Oh, I, I guess that's kind of gross if you really think yeah. about it, but you have to give credit to the chef for a stick to this I guess. Uh, what hole is Lefty's glove hole? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-oh, this plan might backfire, though, as Lefty is lifting the chef into the air. He could throw him out of the ring. Uh, but there's Mr. Peanut holding the chef's leg so he can't get away like a balloon. I love this duo. Lefty is livid, and Lefty slams back down mm. to the ring and breaks loose from the Chef Boyardee. And here comes Colonel Sanders. The ring is getting full already, but why not add the creator and craftsman of Kentucky Fried Chicken? The Colonel is throwing out chicken legs to the crowd as he makes his way to the battlefield. Over here, Colonel! Oh, I caught one! Nice catch, DJ. The Pillsbury Doughboy is now in a grappling match with Lefty as Mr. Peanut and the chef check on each other. Did they know each other before him? What's the deal with this two? I really don't know. Uh, the Colonel has made his way into the ring, and now he seems to be checking on the Burger King. How was that chicken leg, DJ? Oh, fantastic. The Burger King slowly turns over, nodding his head. He could have said yes to uh, signal, I am all right, or maybe to the question, are you badly injured? Mm. We are unsure of what he was asked by the Colonel at this time. Very nice of the Colonel to check on him, though, and now the Colonel is standing up. Wait, what is this? You know what it is. Colonel Sanders double taps his elbow and oh, what an elbow drop on the Burger King, who is now grabbing at both his knees. Did that tear his other ACL? The crowd is loving it. The Colonel is leaning up against the ropes and pleading for the audience to get louder. He is a showman. The fans are loving it. The Colonel is now going over to an unoccupied corner of the ring and is climbing up the ropes. Oh, dear God. The Colonel might be trying to finish off the already badly injured Burger King. Poppin' Fresh and Lefty still exchanging hooks. Both of them are rather soft, though, so the hits aren't really doing anything. The Colonel turning around now to face the ring. Oh, he gets his foot caught on the ropes, tumbles out of the ring, DJ. Our second competitor eliminated, the Colonel. He got too cocky, Quinn. I could see that coming from a mile away. And as one exits, another is set to enter. I can feel the arena shaking and so can the competitors within the ring as they all look towards the entrance. Even the Burger King has repositioned himself to see who will join the mayhem next. Oh, Quinn, we should have known. Here comes the Jolly Green Giant. Quinn, how... Will someone be able to get this guy out of the ring? He might have trouble just getting into it. I don't know if that has ever happened before, but honestly, DJ, you might be right with this one. A referee for the match, which uh, we haven't mentioned the entire time because we haven't been able to see him, right, yeah. is waving at the Green Giant to exit the way he entered. Wait, wait a second. Is he disqualified for being too tall? That's discrimination if I've ever seen it. I cannot believe it. The referee just told the not-so-jolly Green Giant to leave the arena. He was eliminated before he ever got to step foot in the ring. 
There will be a lot of controversy surrounding that sequence of events, but it looks like we will go ahead and send out the next mascot since that played out as it did. Mm -hmm. Looks like all the competitors in the ring are relieved they don't have to take on the Jolly Green Giant. Yeah. Uh, they've gotten back to beating the shit out of one another. Out goes the Jolly Green Giant, and in comes uh, Larry. Who is this? Larry, that's... Oh, that's the Quaker Oats mascot. That confused me as well. He's just slowly walking towards the ring. Seems like he's pretty indifferent about being here. Back in the ring, hopping fresh, just belly-busted lefty. Mm. The hamburger helper mascot. Into the back of Mr. Peanut. I think if someone could just take out the glove, the ring could really open up. Gary, is Gary Payton out there? No, 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 the hamburger helper mascot, DJ. Ah. If someone could put it on and maybe do the old Thanos snap, oh. that, could, that could knock him out, I think. Mr. Peanut is currently holding Lefty by the pinky finger and thumb and headbutting him repeatedly. Mm. Mr. Peanut's monocle has been through the ringer today. Larry casually just crawls into the ring, and I think I just saw him yawn. Chef Boyardee is now matched up against the Pillsbury Doughboy. What is your favorite Pillsbury product, Quinn? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, probably the Easy Break Apart Chocolate Chip Cookies. I'm partial to the cinnamon roll. Oh, and it looks like Chef Boyardee is partial to the right uppercut. Some mm. sweet chin music. Connects hard with Poppin' Fresh and the Doughboy. He, he might be unconscious. Yeah, the chef is actually checking Poppin' Fresh's pulse, which I'm not sure how it's supposed to be done, but hey, we're all having fun here, aren't I, we? Yeah, I guess so. Meanwhile, Larry has casually struck up a conversation with the fallen Burger King. We'll see if we can get some more information on that conversation here in a bit. Uh-oh, Quinn. Ask and you shall receive. Mr. Peanut is attempting to put Lefty onto his hand. Lefty just took probably 31 consecutive headbutts, but is still putting up a fight. What a scrappy mascot he's turning out to be. Indeed. The chef has left the seemingly unconscious Poppin' Fresh to assist in the putting on of the glove that is alive. And if you just asked yourself if you heard a bear roar, you did indeed. A Coca-Cola polar bear, and a wild one at that, is making its way quickly towards the ring. For those listening, this is the 10th contestant of the 30 we will have today at the Mascot Mayhem, and none have been angrier than this Coca-Cola polar bear so far. Is it foaming at the mouth? It is either that, or the polar bear just drank a cold, refreshing... Oh, oh my god! Oh, The bear just ripped Larry the Quaker Oats' mascot's leg clean off his body. Put the kids to bed, ladies and gentlemen. This is no longer suitable for work. Was it before? I'm not sure, but clean up on Al Larry. He is now laying there grasping his leg, or what used to be his leg, next to the oh still gosh, terribly injured Burger King. That attack put the rest of the ring on notice. Everyone with the exceptions of Pop and Fresh, who still lay unconscious on the ground, they have turned their attention to this polar bear. How do we know this polar bear is associated with Coca-Cola? It seems like it's just a straight-up carnivorous wild animal. I cannot disagree with that observation, DJ. The bear just let out another roar and is now running towards Mr. Peanut, Lefty, and Chef Boyardee. Lefty is broken away from Mr. Peanut's grasp, and it looks like the Coca-Cola bear is after him like a bull after a red sheet. Look at this! The Chef Boyardee has tackled Lefty and is managing to secure him onto his hand. The Coca-Cola bear crashes into the chef and over the ropes all three of them go. Wow. wow. The Coca-Cola bear, Lefty, and Chef Boyardee are all knocked out of the mascot mayhem at the same time. What a sequence of events. Even more surprising though, DJ, is that Larry the Quaker Oats mascot has somehow cauterized his leg wound and seems ah. to be hobbling around around just fine. Not sure what he used to do that. Still hard to believe that three of our most competitive contestants in the match so far were all knocked out in one swift motion with a bear attack. Lefty had the best odds in Vegas of winning coming into the match, but now we are left with Mr. Peanut, the double ACL tear Burger King, the Pillsbury Doughboy, and one leg Larry, the beloved Quaker Oats mascot. And adding to that list is the historic Count Chocula. When he is running with a ladder the crowd is loving it. Looks like the Count is a fan of the song Scrubs and Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. He's making this a TLC match. At least the latter part of TLC. Not seeing any tables or chairs as of right now. DJ, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought if you were knocked unconscious, you were out of the match. Isn't that what they told us at the beginning? The Pillsbury Doughboy has been laying face down for a couple of minutes now. Quinn, with my Pillsbury products, I usually let him sit for a minute or two after they get done cooking. Mm. I think Poppin' Fresh is just following directions. As for the Burger King, who has now propped himself up in the corner of the ring, which I guess is better than, you know, he was doing before, uh, what's his strategy now? 
He's going to want to lay low, maybe wait the rest of the field out. Really, BK lounging it out there right now. Count Chocula wasting no time, coming in and hitting Mr. Peanut hard across the back with that ladder. Mr. Peanut is taking a beating. His nuts are getting hit around so much, you'd think he'd just hit puberty. With him being the first competitor to enter the ring, it is a miracle he is still standing. He's putting up one hell of a fight, but that ladder hit acted as a nutcracker. I believe Mr. Peanut lost a nut on that hit. Count Chocula now rearing back on the Pillsbury Doughboy. Here comes the oh, ladder swing. Oh, oh, sweet Jesus. Peter Doughboy comes alive. He stops the ladder just inches from his tiny chef hat. Quinn, I have not seen something that exciting since I saw the movie Zookeeper with Kevin James. Uh, really? That, that's setting the mm. bar pretty low for exciting, DJ. I, I loved it. I've seen it like 15 times. Wow, we thought that last mascot was historic. Now enters McDonald's very own Ronald McDonald. Looks like the red paint around his mouth is painted to have him frowning for today's match. The symbol of obesity in Happy Meals means business. Would have loved to see a full-strength matchup between Ronald McDonald and Burger King. Maybe, maybe we'll still get a good duel. Possibly. The Burger King definitely realizes that his arch nemesis is entering into the ring, but if he has anything left in the tank, I think he'll use it here. Meanwhile, the Pillsbury Doughboy has really turned it around on Count Chocula. Looks like the Count is trying to tap out, but we're not doing any of that today, right? No, no. Only way you can tap out is by jumping out of the ring, and he can't get out of the reach of Poppin' Fresh's ladder swing. Mr. Peanut just did some shoulder rolls as if he was Captain America saying, I can do this all day. Based on the fact that we can now literally see his insides, I don't think that he can, in fact, do this all day. But he is preparing to match up against the one and only Ronald McDonald, who has just slithered into the ring. One leg Larry has managed to hobble over to the Burger King. Between the two of them, they only have one working leg. I would love to see a one leg Larry leg kick here on an opponent. Is that even possible? I guess we'll find out. Mr. Peanut and Ronald McDonald are facing off. Mm. Poppin' Fresh still giving Count Chocula the f***ing works. Larry, the Quaker Oats mascot, seems to be hyping up the Burger King. Is he trying to get him to go up against his longtime rival? That seemed like a fast minute. Is there an actual clock or does the crowd just decide? Here comes Charlie the Tuna. Look at him go. Is that the Starkist Tuna guy? Oh, yes. Anyone who has no money at all knows exactly who he is. Look, he's signing autographs on his way into the ring. Is that a red beret on his hat? Uh, or is it a red hat? What's on his head? Might be a benign tumor. I can't really tell. Oh, okay, well, you know, it is strange. Once Charlie was announced... All the fighting that was going on in the ring came to a screeching halt. All attention has moved to Charlie the Tuna. And it is not good attention stares. These are, you walked into church five minutes late during a prayer. How could you disrespect Jesus like that stares? Perfectly described. Is there a scandal or some bad blood between Charlie and all the other food mascots? I haven't been informed of anything, but... Remember, people really never tell me anything. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, the contestants in the ring, to paint a picture, are trying to block Charlie the Tuna from even entering. They have all sides of the ring covered, and for some reason are seemingly working together against Charlie. Charlie is attempting to juke out those that are within the ropes, and there he goes! He dives in and tummy slides like the slippery bitch he is into the middle of the ring. Oh, 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 goodness. Oh, oh my gosh. God oh, my. There. It's an all-out brawl focused solely on Charlie at the moment. I'm going to take a wild guess and say that Charlie the Tuna might be a homewrecker. I'm catching those vibes, too. And wow, believe it or not, after an overwhelming fight, One Leg Larry has extended Charlie the Tuna above his head. Oh, the crowd responding oh. very happily for some reason. Out he goes! Charlie the Tuna is out of the Mayhem match. Another serial mascot makes his way into the ring. I didn't, I didn't realize how short he was. Yeah, Captain Crunch bringing it up to a light jog right now, making his way down to the ring, and he's pointing at Count Chocula. A lot of attitude with that point. As if to say, there can only be one serial mascot between the ropes. Excited to see what comes from the Count versus Cap'n matchup here. Mr. Peanut trying to fend off the Pillsbury Doughboy at the moment. Poppin' Fresh saw the point from Captain Crunch and said, Hey, I'm not going to get in between these two serial mascots. One leg Larry and the Burger King are just sitting in the corner of the ring chatting it up. Someone get in there and tell them to hit somebody. Where'd the ref go? Oh! Ooh. Captain Crunch swung hard at Count Chocula, completely missed, and the Count countered with a 1-2 combo. Captain Crunch is seeing oops all berries right now. 
Ronald McDonald has now gone over it and put the day's captain in a headlock. And Count Chocula is throwing dirty punches, all of them connecting to the flabby stomach region of Captain Crunch. Poppin' Fresh and Mr. Peanut exchanging light punches, with Mr. Peanut looking like he's kind of running out of peanut oil. What do you mean by that? Uh, energy. He's just kind of running low on energy, is, is what I was trying uh, to say. Okay. The dope boy lands an uppercut on Mr. Peanut, who goes back against the ropes. Oh, oh no. Goodness. Poppin' Fresh running the other side of the ring, no. crashes into the ropes, and his momentum is steamrolling towards yes. Mr. Peanut. This might be it. A flying kick from the dope boy. Oh, oh shit. Mr. Peanut grabs that incoming foot and slings him out of the ring. That'll get the fans hooping and hollering. I had heard a few hoops and a few hollers before, but that counterattack from the crafty Mr. Peanut definitely brought the audience to do both. The Pillsbury Doughboy out of the mayhem. Who is this? Looks like a stagehand or something got lost. Not sure who that is. Wait a second. I might be hallucinating, but I think that that is Papa John Schnatter. It is! Our first kind of regular person into the fight. I didn't really consider him a mascot. Oh, yeah, right. After all that controversial stuff he said where he stepped down as the CEO. Is that what you're talking about? Well, that that didn't help, but I'm saying we have a vampire that loves chocolate and a talking peanut with legs. Papa John is just your average middle-aged man. Well, we'll see what he's got. He's slinging personal pizzas out to the crowd as we speak. Is this just an ad for food products? It is not. Uh, if it were an ad, we'd be getting paid for this. We aren't getting paid for this? I just quit my... Larry, the Quaker Oats mascot, and the Burger King have arisen from their slumber and are slowly, clumsily approaching Ronald McDonald. I love this tag team, Quinn. The crowd is rooting on both of them just for walking. They could use some help just because of the whole leg situation. Right, right. And Ronald gets in a stance similar to if you were preparing to return a serve in tennis. Low man wins, Quinn. Count Chocula and Captain Crunch look like they're dancing rather than fighting. I'm not sure how into the matchup the audience is. Seems like this matchup matters more to the two of the serial mascots than it does the audience. Oh, yeah! Unbelievable! The Kool-Aid man just busted through a wall ringside. Didn't even use the stage entrance. That's his thing, DJ. He loves to make an appearance. That ring is getting full. You have to think someone is going to get their ass thrown out sooner or later. Especially if the Kool-Aid man has anything to do with it. Hell, Papa John hasn't even made it to the ring yet. He's still handing out personal pizzas to the crowd. Papa John, over here! Oh, I got one. Nice, DJ. Ronnie McDee just took a hard hit to the clown face. A great strike by the Burger King. His legs look so unstable. The most unstable I've ever seen. Larry helping out with this duel, though. Seems like the BK and Larry want Ronald out. Count Chocula with a well-timed leg kick, and Captain Crunch is down on the mat. Chocula climbing the ropes. Will we see the classic Count pile driver? He's going for it. Oh. Captain slides out of the way. Count hits the deck hard, and Captain is trying to get a three-second call. I have so many questions. Did you know that was an option for a knockout? And wh where did this ref keep coming from? And how did the count not see that slide coming? The ref escorting the count, or I guess more of a drag out of the ring. Wow, what an exciting turn there. The crowd, I'm just bothered, the crowd seemed to know that was an option for a knockout. How did, how did we not know about that? Like I said earlier, I'm, I'm not usually very well informed. As Mr. Peanut and Papa John, who remember Papa John is just an average human being, are exchanging body shots, the Kool-Aid man has spilled into the ring. Literally. Looks like he tripped on the stairs. A significant amount of Kool-Aid has been spilled on the mat floor. It'll be hard to tell what's blood and what's Kool-Aid now, Quinn. I, I wasn't really worried about that, uh, but I will say it doesn't look like the Kool-Aid man has as much energy now. Does his energy level depend on how much Kool-Aid is inside him? That's how it works for me. Ronald McDonald should be winning his fight, but Larry and the ACL-less Burger King are putting a hurting on him. Also looks like Ronald is struggling to get around on his oversized shoes. I, I think he's overcompensating for something. There is so much going on that we forgot to announce the entrance of Snap, Crackle, and Pop all coming in at once. The Rice Krispies threesome has made their way to the fight. Probably could say trio or three musketeers, something else there. Do they count as three for just one entry? Let's see, is it? No, I, I'm being told just one, our 17th entrance into the mascot mayhem. More than halfway through here, but the competition is still heating up. 
Let's go rapid fire for a second, Quinn, and try to cover all of this. Yes, exactly. Good good idea. Uh, judo chop from the Burger King on Ronald McDonald. Papa John takes a kick below from the belt from Mr. Peanut. Captain Crunch just slipped on spilled Kool-Aid. The Quaker Oats guy somehow just roundhouse kicked Ronald in the face. Wow! He's only got one leg. The Kool-Aid man just spun around Captain Crunch in the Kool-Aid like he was a fidget spinner. The Kool-Aid man now has the back of Captain's shirt. Quinn, oh. he's going to win our Olympics. Curl him out of the ring. Who knew Kool-Aid was so slick? Perfect form from the Kool-Aid man, and the captain slides right out of the ring. Another below-the-belt kick from Mr. Peanut to Papa John's family jewels. Snap, crackle, and pop now in the ring. They are a foot tall at most. Not sure how much fighting they'll actually be able to do. Nine competitors remain in the Kool-Aid-soaked ring. Will someone get knocked out before we bring in our 18th mascot of the night? Papa John grabs the shoe of Mr. Peanut. Oh, you can see the fear in the eyes of Mr. Peanut now. Papa John is a scary man. Holy sh**. Our second contestant to foam at the mouth. First, the wild polar bear, and now, Papa John. Papa is now swinging around Mr. Peanut like a bad Oh, he makes direct contact with the Kool-Aid man. Oh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. The Kool-Aid man is knocked over the ropes by Papa John wielding a flailing Mr. Peanut. The Papa throws Mr. Peanut to the side of the ring and rejoices in his accomplishment. Uh-oh. Ronald has turned it around on Larry and the King of Burgers. Larry takes a hard hit who then falls into the knees of the Burger King. The Burger King collapses like a Jenga tower. Pizza! Pizza! It's Little Caesar! Oh, man, folks. I wish you could have seen Papa John's face whip towards Little Caesar as he was entering the arena. The Papa's face was already red due to high cholesterol and blood pressure, but he's pepperoni red now. Ronald grabs Larry by the good leg, the only leg, and throws him in the no. air. Chokeslam! Ronald, have mercy! That move angered the Burger King, you could tell. He would do something about it if his tendons weren't so weak from only eating those $1.49 chicken nuggets. The Burger King King's chances to win this match are the same as the percentage of actual meat in those nuggets. Zero. Ronald picks up the Quaker Oats man again and raises him above his head. Man overboard! Mm. One leg Larry thrown over the ropes by Ronald McDonald. And the alliance is broken. The Burger King loses his trusty teammate and will have to face a very strong Ronald McDonald. He lifted Larry straight over his head, and Larry had to be on the north side of 250 pounds. In comes Little Caesar, who is immediately met by Papa John Schnatter. Oh, wow! A powerful slap from the Papa to Little Caesar. We then heard Papa yell, better ingredients, better pizza, you're Papa John's bitch. Little Caesar yelled back, pizza, pizza, which only further angered Papa John. Man, that little guy is hot and ready to fight. Did you say that little guy was hot? And ready. Well, awkward transition. The next contestant to enter the ring, home of the Frosty and the Fast Food Chili, it's our first female contestant, Wendy, from Wendy's. Who is that walking with her? Um, I, I believe that's Dave. Dave's famous originals? Yes. Wendy's? Yes, I believe so. How about that? Dave acting as our first manager. Back to the ring, Papa John has his eyes set on knocking out Little Caesar. If he really wanted to immobilize him and knock him out of the ring, try and see if he can get the Little Caesar to eat a calzone from his own restaurant. Give it five minutes and he'll be running to the bathroom. After being used as a weapon, Mr. Peanut is a shell of himself. You have to applaud him for still being in the ring, though. A lot of heart, a lot of grit. There's a really easy joke there, Quinn. You care if I go with it? No, DJ, I think the audience knows what you would say. Probably better to just leave it up to their imagination, wouldn't it? A lot I, of nuts from Mr. Peanut today. Okay, thanks, DJ. Oh, as our first action from Snap, Crackle, and Pop, they take on Wendy as she enters the ring. To paint a picture, Snap, Crackle, and Pop are standing on each other's shoulders. You know, like the classic bit where kids try to sneak into the movie theater wearing a trench coat. So far, effective, but they still only stand at three feet tall collectively. I snuck into the movies to see The Departed when I was a kid. Not, not quite like that, though. That movie came out in, what, 2006? How old were you? Uh, let's see, uh, probably seven? Good grief, DJ. Where were your parents? How in the world did you sneak out of the movies? Well, someone was supposed to come in there, but I don't see anybody. Must have just been a countdown malfunction, but uh, the countdown clock kind of cut me off there. Back to the movie theater thing. 
There is a lot of violence in the Little Departed. Caesar just used the old Boston Crab move on Papa John. I haven't seen that done in ages. What a move. Ronald McDonald literally kicking a man while he is down. The Burger King just eating clown shoe kicks to the lower calf. The clown is fighting dirty. But his conscience is clean. Wendy just pigtail whips Snap off the top of Crackle and Pop. And Snap barely hung onto the edge of the ring. Wow, she almost broke up the trio like Joe Jonas broke up the Joe Bros. A development over in the corner with Little Caesar and Papa John. The Papa was about to counter the Boston Crab move, but he grabbed at his neck in pain. Any idea of what's going on? I got two guesses, Quinn. First one, the pizza grease that cascades through his veins is causing a clot. Mm. Second, looks like he got stung by something. Wait a second, look closely, DJ. You can see a bee. Oh, one could even say a honeybee. I see him. The contestant we missed just a bit ago was none other than Buzzbee, the Honey Nut Cheerios mascot. He stung Papa John right on the neck. What a way to enter. Weirdly, though, Papa John let out a scream to the heavens. It seems the sting gave him a burst of energy. It was as if he got another infinity stone. Don't bees die once they sting someone? I, I believe so. It is a, I believe it's a Yoso situation. Mm. You only sting once. You're an exquisite wordsmith, DJ. Holy smokes. How did Papa John get up there? Where is... Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Papa John is hanging from the jumbotron that is right above the ring. No earthly idea how he got up there. Look at this aerial oh. assault from Papa John, a face buster right on Little Caesar. He yelled out, pizza pizza in pain must be the only thing he can say what a hit though wendy still handling the rice crispy three crackle and pop tried to get snap back onto the top of crackle's shoulders but wendy threw a loaded baked potato right into the back of snap's head as he was climbing it ain't easy being cheesy the snoop dog of food mascots making his way to the ring chester cheetah my god he's cool as is he smoking a cigarette? Looks like it. Could be a flaming Cheeto. So now in the ring, for those that are kind of lost and still listening, we have Mr. Peanut, the Burger King, Ronald McDonald, Snap, Crackle, and Pop, Papa John, Little Caesar, and Wendy, with Chester Cheetah casually strolling down to the fight. He's got some long strides, but it's like he's walking in slow motion. I thought cheetahs were supposed to be fast. He might walk slow, but he's quick to impress. Like we said earlier, Chester Cheetah is a badass. Ronald McDonald has not stopped kicking Burger King, who is curled up in the fetal position on the ground. The only time Ronald did stop kicking was to shout out, I'm loving it. Looks like Little Caesar is getting some help from Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Oh. The three have come over and stepped in to stop the crazed Papa John. Little Caesar is very lucky to have someone on his side. It was getting ugly there for a moment. Wendy has also decided to step in, breaking up the fight between Ronald and BK. Not really a fight, I guess, since the Burger King has spent 95% of tonight on the mat. Chester Cheetah is in the ring, but he's just kind of taking it all in. Looks like he's on the phone talking to someone at the moment. Snap, Crackle, and Pop have surrounded Papa John, who is so, so red in the face. I'm getting worried for his health. Yeah, Snap, Crackle, and Pop have managed to get string from somewhere. Uh-oh, I think I know where this is going. They're now running around Papa John's legs. DJ, they are going to wrap his legs up like an AT-AT from Star Wars. And it's working quite well, too. Papa John hits the oh. mat hard. He fell face first and didn't even try to break the fall of his arms. Yeah, his arms were still free. Snap, moving down towards his ankles. Crackle climbing up on his back, and Pop is up by Papa John's face. The trio is about to follow their namesake with this move. Snap! There goes a broken ankle. Crackle oh. the back. That's a broken vertebrae for sure. Pop right in the nose. That's broken too. All three with critical damage. Papa John on the ground barking and biting like a dog. This man is crazy. Little Caesar barrel rolling Papa towards oh. the edge of the ring. An emphatic pizza pizza yes. as Papa is out of the mascot pizza, main Pizza pizza. Unbelievable teamwork by Little Caesar and Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Wait, what is this? What? <laughs> Snap, Crackle, and Pop just pushed Little Caesar through the ropes and out of the contest. Even you, Brutus. A betrayal fitting for a man named Caesar. Just like that, our pizza mascots are eliminated as the fight continues with three fast food mascots in the ring. Chester Cheetah currently applying chapstick. Damn, he can make anything look cool. What in the... The Geico Gecko is trotting down the ring. Not a food mascot. Might have been a mistake on the event's part or miscommunication about what mascots were allowed in. Regardless, the little guy is trotting down 
to the competition. When I just received word that Busby, the Honey Nut Cheerios mascot, was carried off in a tiny stretcher, we might be right about the one-time sting thing. Mmm, terrible news. We wish him a speedy recovery. Wendy using the pigtail whip again on Ronald McDonald, who stumbles back to the corner of the ring. Mr. Peanut, who looks like the floor of a Texas roadhouse, somehow mustering up the energy to face off against Snap, Crackle, and Pop. What a three-way those guys have shown off today, huh? Again, please don't say stuff like that. No one is even bothering Chester Cheetah. He's talking to a girl right now outside the ring. Did we mention he's wearing sunglasses inside? Mm. Hard look to pull off, but he's got the goods, dude. Wow, Ronald oh. McDonald just took a hard slap from Wendy. And he's seeing stars for sure. You could hear that in the nosebleeds of the arena. The Geico Gecko having a hard time climbing the stairs into the ring. The referee's right there. He could help him, but he's offering no help whatsoever. Also just received news that the next two contestants want to be announced together. So at our next minute mark, our 23rd and 24th entries will come out of the tunnel. Huh, interesting and exciting. And only 15 seconds until then. Wendy has Ronald literally on the ropes. There's a left. There's a right. Mm. Good night! Mm. Ronald hits the deck with one of his clown shoes hanging off the ring. The Burger King mustering up all of his strength, barrel rolling towards Ronald. Will Wendy let him have this knockout? It looks like it because Snap, Crackle, and Pop out of nowhere just executed a perfect reverse pile driver on Wendy. Pile driver? I hardly know her. The stage is set for the King of Burgers to roll out his fiercest rival. Come on, the Burger crowd King. Is cheering him on. Come on. Ronald oh. McDonald, go back to flipping burgers. The Burger King with a pivotal knockout. He didn't do a lot of work, but he mm. still made sure that the clown was shut down. There was some confusion with our next contestants entering. We were told that the two would enter at the same time, but it turns out it was just the red and yellow M&M entering as a tag team. And it looks like someone's baby has crawled onto the stage and is making its way down the ramp. Man, what? DJ Security could definitely tighten up at this event if there's a baby crawling around. Another single-entry, multiple-person team enters the mayhem with the red and yellow M&M. If you don't know these two, they have starred in that same M&M Christmas commercial that has not changed since 1998. Yeah. Yes, that's right. That's where I've seen them before. Also, just off the top of my head, the red one is just a plain M&M, right? And the yellow mm -hmm. one is a peanut M&M. Yes, we yes. could see a battle between the yellow M&M and Mr. Peanut in the near future. I think so. Battle of the Nuts. Thanks for that, DJ. And just to keep the audience updated, as we were watching these two entries unfold, along with the Ronald McDonald elimination by the horrifically battered Burger King, the Geico Gecko was stepped on and killed. Gotta watch where you step, Quinn. Hopefully Geico offers life insurance. Very anticlimactic way to go out. I think it was Wendy's manager, Dave, that stepped on him. Poor little guy never even made it up the stairs. What's the update on Chester Cheetah, DJ? Uh, currently, he's plucking a guitar. This cheetah is the coolest living thing on the planet. Looking in the opposite corner of Chester, we have the Burger King who has managed to crawl behind Mr. Peanut. Not to attack, but I think in hopes of safety. Good strategy there. They have been in a fight from the very beginning. Might as well work together. Wendy still trying to gather her bearings after the surprise attack from Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Quinn, this rogue baby is crawling into the ring. Someone get this thing out of here. That's the Gerber baby. What's that? It's the Gerber baby. I've got $5,000 on the Gerber baby to win, my man. So we are being told by a random audience member in Blockbuster Arena that the random crawling infant is actually the Gerber baby. Don't see how this is fair or would in any way align with the rules, but we have a human baby entering the fight. So, if that is the Gerber baby, that means this is our 25th participant in the mascot mayhem. Joyfully skipping down into the ring is everyone's favorite cookie elf, Ernest J. Keebler of the Keebler Cookie and Snack Cake Corporation. Which means we only have five more entries, so our mascot champion will be crowned sooner rather than later. Seems like entering the competition in the last five would really help your chances of winning, wouldn't you say, Quinn? Without a doubt. And with Ernest somehow levitating into oh. the ring, DJ, oh. did you see that? What were those noises? Yeah, yes, that that was very strange. Like, he, it was like he had a propulsion from his hands. Uh-huh, very weird. Uh, but I was just saying that we now have a very busy, full, chaotic stage set. Right you are. Ernest Keebler's pretty wrinkly. How old do you think he is? Well, he looks like a sweet little old man elf. My research says he's over a hundred years old. Imagine baking wow. tasty treats in a hollow tree for... Oh my um, gosh, DJ, are you seeing this? I know a lot of the action today has been pretty unbelievable, but 
Ernest Keebler just raised his hands toward the Burger King, who is now lifted in the air. Does he have the force? No, DJ. Ernie Keebler does not have the force. The force isn't real. This is some sort of dark magic, which would explain the levitation into the ring. All of the side fights have stalled as all eyes are on Ernest Keebler as he lifts the Burger King into the air with some sort of magical sorcery. What's the end game here, Quinn? Sweet oh, Lord in heaven. God. The Burger King just spontaneously combusted. The crowd not sure how to respond, and not sure if they can believe what they just saw. I guess the Burger King is out of the mayhem. I don't know if I'm sure what I just saw, and the other mascots sure as hell don't either. I think that we can confirm that Ernest J. Keebler is a master of the dark arts. Definitely making his presence known. The countdown clock is ticking down, but this is the first time that the crowd hasn't helped count it down. I think they're still in shock from what they just saw. Chester Cheetah actually just put his hands up and exited the ring. Never said it audibly, but I'm assuming he was thinking, F this sh I'm out of here. Honestly, a smart move by him. Yeah, and now entering into the arena is the purple blob mascot from McDonald's, Grimace. No one has moved in the ring since that whopper of an act by Ernest Keebler. We can't see Ernest's face from our vantage point, but we heard a fan from the opposite side of the ring shout out, why are his eyes gloss black? The ring is now separated into two sides, Ernest Keebler on one, then the other remaining competitors on the other. You have to feel for the Burger King. He made it all that way and then, well, I'm not, I'm not sure how to say it, DJ. Exploded. He exploded. Okay, yeah. Uh, Grimace, with absolutely no fear, tumbles into the ring. He is either very brave or has no idea what just happened. Hopefully the audience listening has a decent idea of who Grimace is. Big purple blob of a beast. Not sure what Grimace's role is within McDonald's, but that's where you'd know him from. Mm -hmm. Ernest Keebler is pointing at Grimace. He's starting to speak in tongues. Oh. DJ, I, I don't think I can watch this. I don't know if I can watch this. The crowd is getting eerily quiet. Ernest closing his eyes now to focus on a spell, maybe? Uh, Grimace standing there like a deer in headlights, just motionless and expressionless. Oh my goodness. What happened? I, I had my eyes closed. Grimace just ate Ernie Keebler in one bite? What a turn of events. Things were starting to get dark, if I'm being honest. Ernest be gone. Grimace comes in and says, anything you can do, I can do better. And the crowd loved it. They are back into it as the countdown is set to bring our next mascot contestant. Welcome in the one and only, the OG, Chuck E. Cheese! And this isn't the newer, more cartoony Chuck E. Cheese, Quinn. This is the grizzled, pizza-stained Chuck E. Cheese that we all grew to love as kids. You know Chuck E. Cheese, the restaurant, used to serve beer back in the day. No, kidding? Yeah. As a parent, you could just let your kid run around and eat pizza while you killed a pitcher of Miller Lite. Just simpler times, man. Only three more mascots to go with Mr. Peanut, Snap, Crackle, and Pop, Wendy, the Red and Yellow M&Ms, the Gerber Baby, and now Chuck E. Cheese as our final nine mascots in the battle. Wendy focusing back in on Snap, Crackle, and Pop while her trainer... Dave vigorously eats a bowl of chili just outside the ring. Love a good cup of Wendy's chili. The Gerber baby just sitting in the corner of the ring, taking it all in, I suppose. The baby has not approached any competitor, and I don't see anyone in the ring that would be willing to take on the cancel culture mob if they tried to hit a baby. Keebler might have. Keebler would have for sure. Gosh, that was a strange portion of the competition. Mm. I'm really glad we're past that now. Just as we presume, the red and yellow M&M have cornered Mr. Peanut. The mascot for planners is doing a lot of shoulder juking, but is definitely not on the attack, playing defensive. Chuck E. Cheese comes in behind the red M&M and gives him the old say hi to your mother for me. Welcome to the show, Chuck. That was a great move, but I've never heard it called the say hi to your mother for me. What is the meaning behind that? You're right. Most wrestling and fighting announcers would call that the Dirty Chicago. No kidding. That was my nickname in college. What is that? What does that mean? Uh, the yellow M&M, who I think we can say that we've all thought is the less intelligent of the two M&Ms, now countering a fence from Chuck E. Cheese. Wendy with her hands full now with a snap, crackle, and pop. Oh, yes. Not sure where she got that tray of fresh, never-frozen burgers, but she certainly does have her hands full. Uh, if she put those down, she would definitely have an easier time with taking on the Rice Krispie Trio. And now entering Toucan Sam, the beloved... 
Fruit Loops mascot, choosing not to fly into the ring, but instead using his wings to hype up the crowd and imploring them wow, to get on their interesting. feet. interesting. They were already on their feet, but for the few fans that were probably sitting down still, maybe tired or, uh, I guess, not watching from the whole Ernie Keebler mm. thing, uh, you would have to think that that gesture got them to stand back up. Grimace is clutching at his stomach. Must have a tummy ache after munching up Ernie Keebler, master of the dark arts. He took one for the team with that one, and my oh my, oh. the yellow M&M just took one from Chuck E. Cheese's five-fingered death punch. Looks like the red M&M is upset at the yellow M&M for making that boneheaded decision to attack the new competitor instead of staying focused on Mr. Peanut, who is actually just casually slipping away as the red and yellow M&Ms start to argue Good with Good for Mr. Peanut. Yeah, good for him. Uh-oh, and now the two M&Ms are pushing and shoving one another. They are turning on each other. Look over at the other side, Quinn. Pop of Snap, Crackle, and Pop is swinging from one of Wendy's pigtails. Not sure what he's thinking. One swift whip of the hair and Pop will be sent flying. Gerber baby still sitting in place. Go, baby, go. I'm rooting for that baby. Grimace leaning on the ropes like that meme of Jimmy Butler after he carried the heat in the playoffs. Mm. Grimace feeling the repercussions of his decision to chomp up the Keebler elf. The red and yellow M&M now vigorously punching one another. Someone needs to remind them that they're on the same team. Our 29th contestant in the mascot mayhem, another McDonald's mascot, the Hamburglar. I love the Hamburglar. What a great villain to enter into the competition. Would have loved to see a matchup between him and Ronald McDonald, though. They were recently fighting each other in the court of law. The Hamburglar actually sued for defamation. My. Uh, Toucan Sam has landed on Mr. Peanut and is pecking on him like a woodpecker. Mr. Peanut trying to wave him off like he's a housefly. Not a lot of energy left there with Mr. Peanut Quinn. Oh, and if you heard that cheer from the crowd, Pop was just slung out of the ring by Wendy and into the seventh row. One lucky fan will be going home with a souvenir. Action on top of action. The red M&M just one, two, three, one, four, seven combo punch the yellow M&M out of the competition. The M&M's turned on one another, and now only the red remains. Wow. My, oh my. And how about an update on the Gerber baby? Seems to have taken the place of the Burger King, just kind of sitting there and staying out of the way. Well, the winner is whoever remains standing in the ring, so we'll see if that bold strategy works out for the Gerber baby. I don't even know if the Gerber baby knows that it's part of the whole thing. The Hamburglar just went over to the hunched-over Grimace and punched him in the liver. A cheap shot and some bad blood between the two McDonald's mascots. And look at the strength from Mr. Peanut. A oh. Mr. Peanut power slam. And Toucan Sam might need some medical attention. Yes. I can't believe it. Yes. Our 30th and final mascot to enter into battle, Little Debbie, representing the Little Debbie Snack Cakes Corporation. So our entries are complete for the night. Let's give a recap of the fights going on within the ring. I can do that, DJ, real quick. Mr. Peanut might have just eliminated Toucan Sam. Snap and Crackle seem lost without Pop, who was thrown out by the Queen of Frosties, Wendy herself. The red M&M seems rather mad at Chuck E. Cheese, but it could just be his red candy shell making him appear that he's angry. Grim is taking gut punches from the Hamburglar. The Gerber Baby is blowing saliva bubbles, and Little Debbie sprinting towards the ring. Look at that speed. It is pandemonium here at Blockbuster Arena as the stage is set for quite the finale. One of these 11 mascots will take home the Mascot Mayhem Championship. The ref just came out of nowhere once again and deemed wow. Toucan Sam no longer able to compete. Mr. Peanut, our very first mascot in the ring, just took out the wildly respected Toucan Sam. Oh my god! Quinn! Little Debbie just punched the Gerber baby. I'm provoked. Little Debbie woke up today and chose violence. It is a horrible sight to see. Honestly, it looks like the Gerber baby is holding its own. Mm -hmm. Can you use the cliche phrase, it's not how many times you get knocked down, it's about how many times you get back up? If the Gerber baby hasn't stood on two legs this entire time? Great question, DJ, and I don't know the answer, but I do know that Wendy is now going after Snap and Crackle. She wants to be responsible for knocking out the whole trio. Mr. Peanut climbing up on the ropes. What a gutsy performance we are seeing from him today. The red M&M goes over to pull at his feet or possibly untie Mr. Peanut's fancy shoes. Mr. Peanut kicks his hand back, causing the red M&M to stumble towards the middle of the ring. Mr. P turns around on the ropes towards the crowd. DJ, he won't. He will! Boom. A backward somersault off the top rope. Acrobatic as hell. And a direct hit with the backflip flying axe handle move by Mr. Peanut on the red M&M. 
You mess with Mr. Peanut, you get the horns. The red M&M is out cold, which removes him from the competition. You can tell the crowd is really starting to rally behind Mr. Peanut. Three guarantees in life, Quinn. Death, taxes, and Mr. Peanut emptying the tank for this sold-out crowd at Blockbuster Arena. We are now down to nine mascots. And the Gerber baby is somewhat turning the tide in the fight against Little Debbie. Yeah, the Gerber baby was leading us on, Quinn. That baby knows how to punch. Grimace just for some reason tried to call a timeout. The ref said this isn't basketball or football or any other sport that allows timeouts. The Hamburglar really does not like Grimace. When I think Grimace might eliminate himself, that tummy rumble that he has going on may only be compared to that of a tummy rumble after eating at a hibachi restaurant. Grimace might just have to cut his losses and find a restroom. Grimace pushes off the Hamburglar, okay, extends his hand, it looks like he's going to concede, and exit the ring. The Hamburglar hesitates, but reaches out his hand for a gentleman's shape. Oh, oh, Grimace grabs a hold of the Hamburglar's arm with his other hand, puts all of his purple ass over the ring, another betrayal of trust, but Grimace takes one down with him. Grimace had the Hamburglar right where he wanted him. It's a win-win for Grimace. He took out a rival, and he gets to find the nearest restroom that much faster. We are entering crunch time now with only Mr. Peanut, Snap and Crackle, Wendy, Chuck E. Cheese, Little Debbie, and the Gerber Baby left in the ring. From 30 competitors down to 7 food mascots. Mr. Peanut is feeding off the energy of Blockbuster Arena and is now approaching Chuck E. Cheese. We haven't seen Mr. P pick many fights today. Wendy has Snap and Crackle cornered in the ring. Wendy calls out to Dave to throw over a Baconator. Not sure if she plans to eat it or use it as a weapon. The Gerber baby has little Debbie on her heels, who looks bum-fuzzled. She thought fighting a baby would be as easy as taking candy from one, but the Gerber baby looks like the karate kid out there. Chuck E. Cheese just used his buck teeth. Oh, took a huge portion of Mr. Mm. Peanut's shell off near his collarbone. I, I mean, do peanuts have collarbones? The Baconator plan for Wendy backfires. Snap and Crackle flip the Baconator up into Wendy's Uh-oh. face. Uh-oh. And she stumbles backwards. Yep, this might Using be Using the momentum, they both grab a pigtail and pull her towards the ropes. Uh, the pigtails giveth and the pigtails taketh away. Wendy is thrown out by Snap and Crack. Little Debbie goes down to a knee. Messing with the Gerber baby has turned out to be one of the biggest mistakes of her life. Second only to not buying out the Hostess Corporation when they went bankrupt. Gerber baby giving some quick baby slaps. Little Debbie wobbling and bobbling. The Gerber baby flicks her forehead yes. like how old-timey fights used to finish. And Little Debbie goes, goes through, through the, the ropes, ropes and out of the ring. Long live the Gerber baby. Mr. Peanut holding his injured shell in his hands while trying to fend off Chuck E. Cheese. Snap and Crackle turning their attention to the Gerber baby. Chuck E. Cheese with a big swing. Mm. No connection. Mr. Peanut is dodging punches like you would dodge your ex-girlfriend's text messages. Snap and Crackle might have bitten off more than they can chew. The Gerber baby has them both in headlocks, one under each arm. Blockbuster Arena knows we are getting close to the end of this mayhem. Chuck E. Cheese with a lunge. Mr. Oh. Peanut with a sidestep. Mr. Peanut has Chuck E. Cheese off balance. Let's him fall past him. Grabs the shoe in the back of Chuck's shirt. Oh! Special delivery. Oh! Mr. Peanut throws him over the ropes. Nuts. This crowd is nuts. Mr. Peanut is wow. soaking it in. The Gerber baby walks Snap and Crackle in the headlocks over to the edge of the ring. Uh-oh. Puts him on the other side of the ropes. Slingshot engage. Snap and Crackle go flying. Only two remain in the mascot mayhem. Mr. Peanut and the Gerber baby, who both stand on opposite sides of the ring. Mr. Peanut hyping up the crowd. The Gerber baby doing the same. What a finish we are in store for here. Mr. Peanut picks up the shell that is supposed to go just above his stick figure arm and extends it to the sky. Why come this far if you aren't going to win it? The Gerber baby squares up to Mr. Peanut. Mr. P, who was our first contestant to enter the ring, let us remind you, still has his back to the Gerber baby. All Mr. Peanut has to do is stay focused, collected, and... Quinn, what is he doing? Oh, the crowd goes silent. You could hear a pin drop. Mr. Peanut just used his long-ass legs to step over the ropes and out of the ring, eliminating himself. He is still smiling. He has no idea that the Gerber baby remains in the ring. Oh, look at the horror on Mr. Peanut's face now as he turns around to see the Gerber baby. Out comes the ref into the ring. Is he going to clear this thing up? He'll probably clear this all up. 
No! He raises the right arm of the Gerber baby, who is our mascot mayhem champion. After Mr. Peanut, who outlasted every competitor besides a baby, unknowingly removed himself from the competition. When he won't be able to sleep for days, weeks, months, maybe even years. A rough way to lose, but if he decides to go back and watch the tape, which there might not even be a tape after that whole thing happened with Ernie Keebler. Uh, he'll be proud of his effort, though. Mr. Peanut sulks away, and he exits the arena in shame. As the Gerber baby, who may or may not remember this event considering the baby's age, stands alone in the ring as the champion food mascot of this AY2K food mascot mayhem fight. We were told we would score an interview with the champion. We'll try to get the Gerber baby over here as quickly as we can. What an exciting event. I still can't believe we got to call it. I can't believe it's already over. Hey, would you put a headset on that on that baby, would you? Yeah, I know. What a great experience for us. And congratulations again to the Gerber baby, who is now joining us very quickly for a quick post-mayhem interview. Gerber baby, can you hear us? Gerber baby, how was it in the ring? Seemed pretty intimidating from the outside looking in. A lot of people were counting you out. Hell, we even thought you were just a random baby out there. What does this win do for your legacy? Gerber, baby, you heading to Disney World? All right. Well, thanks so much for your time, Gerber, baby. And to the audience who stuck with us, thanks for following along and being a fan. That's going to wrap it up from Blockbuster Arena, the Gerber, baby, your AYN2K Mascot Mayhem winner. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pig, and until next time, you guys take it easy. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.